Squid, and the girls are put ashore. Lil has a special thing for the chinks. She likes them small and smooth, and she likes the way they pay her no trouble, and she likes the presents. Whiskey, stockings, a nice jacket. It's better than hanging around the Robbie Burns, anyway, taking your chances with any poxy John who fancies a bit between jugs. Louis came with her once or twice down the boats, but she gave them all a pip, got on people's nerves being so quiet, hanging around like a fart at a funeral. So Louis stayed home after that, while Lil, with her Joan Crawford lips and her hair curled, went into port. At this moment, she's bobbing about two miles off Kaikoura, wondering if she's got enough to go eight no trumps, and Louis is in pain. She has walked for days to this place, travelling by night and by day when the sun slammed down like a pot lid. She has curled around her belly and slept under a bush or a bridge. She has often done this, got the jumpies, set off walking till she's quiet again, then turned for home. This time she's had them bad. She has walked and slept for days, sucking a stone for spit, following the road up from the city to the hills, past the white rock where she lay once months before to warm herself in the sun. She had been sprawled, dozing, light tangled in her lashes and tiny scarlet stars, when a shadow fell upon her like a stone. Louis looked up, and there was a hawk hovering. She lay very still. The hawk flew closer, settled. She took the weight of him gasping as his talons drove tiny holes in her breast. He dipped his tail feathers in her open mouth. She smelled the dry bird scent of him. Then he rose, wings beating, into the sun, and she lost him in the glare. She passed the rock two nights ago. Yesterday morning she stopped near a country store, where she got a whole Vienna, slipping it quick as winking under her coat while the man was lifting trays from a truck. She had sat under a hedge in early morning half-light and picked out a hole, chewing slowly, and a plump grey mare had come to her from the mist and stood while she squeezed its titties and took the milk, licking it from her fingers, glutinous, sticky, highlander condensed. When the sun was up, she slept. It was wise to hide by day. She didn't trust cars. When she was little, cars came to their house, crawling like grey beetles round the road from port, and when they saw them they'd run away, her and Alamein and Yvonne, because the cars meant questions, and picking at their hair for cooties, and ice cream sticks forcing their tongues back, and where, and why, and how often. And Lil in a paddy, though she was nice as pie to the lady, clearing a space and saying would she care for a cup of tea. But as soon as the car had gone, it was bloody cow, and why the hell couldn't Louie learn to smile, instead of standing there like some mental case? Because if she didn't, they'd have her out to Bella Vista. She looked that daft. Lil slammed around them, savage, so they learned to scatter when cars came, hiding like the cats in the smooth places beneath the hedge or the washhouse. But once, Ellie and Yvonne weren't quick enough, and the lady got them, took them away somewhere, and they were never seen again. So Louie hid from cars couldn't trust them. Tonight, Louis has crossed some paddocks, sniffing for the sea, and found herself on a hill above a railway line, which curved down into a criss-cross pattern of light. Her body was heavy, and her back ached. She'd been picking at the bread, rolling dough balls, when she went to the lav suddenly, no warning, right there in her pants, so she peeled them off and stuffed them steaming into a bush. Cough, said a sheep. Louis began to walk along the railway towards the town. The pain in her back was growing, and another tiny nut of it pressed at the base of her skull. 
clump, 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 sleeper by sleeper, careful not to fall between and have bad luck. Around her, everything was coming alive. Trees tapped her shoulder, fence posts skittered by on the blind side, and the grass lined up and waved. The weight in her belly heaved, and she had to stop at the bottom of the hill for everything to settle. The railway line crossed a street. Louis stepped from the sleepers onto tarmac, and ahead was an arch of flowers framing black shadow. Then the pain came up from behind and grabbed her so that she had to cry out, as she used to at school when Wayne Norris Chinese burned her arms or stuck her with a pen nib, saying, Cowdy custard, cry, baby, cry. Only this was worse, and she tried to run away through the archway into the dark. The pain lost her there for a bit, so Louis took her chance, stumbling across a lawn to the shelter of trees and a cage where a bird asked her who was a pretty cocky. A long path.